It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today we're on page 89 of our devotional, titled, Do You Have a Fireplace? Oswald Chambers once said, The call of God is not just for a select few, but for everyone. Whether I hear God's call or not depends on the condition of my ears, and exactly what I hear depends upon my spiritual attitude. Let's agree that we shouldn't assume we're always good at listening to what God tells us. Consider what we read in the Bible. Yes, there are difficult passages. We struggle to understand the context and meaning of those. People of God have been wrestling with specific texts for thousands of years. For example, did God remove Adam and Eve from the garden because they ate the fruit? Read Genesis 3, 22-23 for some thought. There are other times, however, when a text is simple to understand. Tally those all up. You might find there are more of the easier-to-understand passages than difficult ones. I can't guarantee that. It's not a scholarly claim. I said it because I do know we don't always have a hard time reading the Bible. We have a hard time when the Bible reads us. Acknowledge that, and you'll see how many more verses of the Bible make sense. Love your neighbor, Jesus says in Luke 10. And who is my neighbor, asked an expert on the law. He's probably not talking about my literal neighbors, a modern Christian might say. How is it we can confuse such an easy command? Would it make sense to only love the people who live next door to you? It might be that Christ knows our tendency to think of ourselves more than our neighbors, literal or not. Jesus said, love your enemies. Pastor, explain to me what that means. Let's see this play out in another example from the Bible. Jeremiah's scribe read the words from God to the people. We aren't told how the people responded. After they heard what God said, though, someone decided that the officials should also listen to them. Then the officials perked up at what they heard and thought it's best that the king listen too. Isn't that how the word of God spreads? Someone hears the word and knows it has meaning. They experience the grace of the gospel. Then that someone shares with someone else. And the sharing continues. Rinse and repeat. Remember, if it's not rocket science, it's not rocket science. The king, though, heard what everyone else did and had a different response. He had pieces of it torn and thrown into a fire. Well, he cut them and threw them in himself. Did he understand what the others found to be so important? Sure he did. It was self-explanatory. The fire consuming God's word was his visual message. He wanted to show his disinterest in what God said. Why would he need to hear anything from the Lord? Now, you and I are not kings, unless you've been holding back on me. We are a royal priesthood, according to the Bible, but you don't have a royal court and you cannot have prophets arrested because you don't like what they have to say. But you do have the human tendency of only hearing what you want to hear, especially from God. 
I'm on the fence about Bible passages printed on posters, t-shirts, coffee mugs, and pencils. It's good someone can see a verse almost anywhere. What an easy way it is to spread biblical thoughts, especially easy-to-understand verses. But it's too easy to miss the meaningful context of a passage when it has to fit on a button. Jeremiah 29.11 was not written to seniors graduating high school. There's so much more to understand in that passage about exile, lost hope, and full trust in God. Then again, what more is the high school experience? So maybe bumper stickers can help us learn God's word. They could also fool us into thinking we know. My favorite example is how many people love repeating, I can do all things through Christ. They fail to read the rest of the passage, which makes it clear Paul is claiming to live dependently on God. It's a financial stewardship verse. We all know how much church people love to hear about those. We may not burn the words of God in our fireplaces, but when we don't listen to God's word, is there a difference? The king didn't need God's word because most likely he had his own. He was living the way he wanted. I imagine there was other advice, encouragement, or assurance from some other divine source. Remember, if you're not listening to God, you're listening to someone or something else. Stay blessed. This has been a special reading from my devotional book titled, Trying to Follow Jesus More Than I Failed Jesus. You can find a copy online at Amazon or check out my website, anotherjohn.com. God be with you.